0: this is the last coffee house, so I just want to do this because I think I've had, we have like a series going where I think that people who write certain articles, there are all sorts of markers that demonstrate that they're completely disingenuous and really just like a plant. (laughs) Like the one where we had who said, I was a lifetime Republican, but now I'm a Democrat because of Trump. And and it was complete BS. There's no way it's actually genuine. You can see it as you go along. You can see they never had the perspective. I saw this all the time when it came to atheism and religion religion, where somebody would use something that's obviously debunked, as opposed to something else that maybe is a little more gray, they'd use that to be their reason for, oh, that's why I switched from that evil atheism to to Christianity. Uh, Of course, now, having lived through the atheist revolution, I am sort of lamenting the loss of Christianity. (laughs) I know, Christians, I know, I like being around you much more than I like being around the new dogmas that are taking over our country. But still... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, reality's reality is uh, reality. I'm just going to be a lot nicer to Christians now. Anyway, so this one is uh, apparently a lifetime Star Wars fan who is thanking Disney for all they've done for Star Wars. And I think it's complete BS. There are some things that are indicative of legitimacy. There are some things that suggest that it might be real. But there are about 100 million things that suggest that it's complete nonsense and somebody's just, it's just a plant. It's like it was probably written by AI and just popped in here. I didn't do any background research. <laughs> Ha 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 good journalist that I am. Uh, I'm I'm definitely not a journalist. I, I would hold that to a higher standard than what journalists hold it to nowadays. Anyway, so thanks to Disney, Star Wars has never been better. That's the title of the article. It calls TLJ, I think, uh, the, the Last Jedi, calls it bold and daring. I would not call it bold and daring. I would call it a virtue jerk-off. Uh, it's agenda-driven, not story or character-driven, so that would be um, the problem I have with that from just a general, whether it's bold and daring perspective, it is just generically asserting all the virtuous things that you would completely expect from any ridiculous liberal at this point in history. It's not doing anything bold and daring. And I'm sick of hearing it. Uh, Like, uh, when you just follow the party line and you make it into a movie, that's not bold and daring. That's just doing what is expected of you and preaching to your fair weather choir. I mean, it's not... You're not doing anything special here. Anyway, but that's not necessarily, you know... (laughs) That's not necessarily dispositive, obviously. Just calling it bold and daring. Somebody might think, have a more pejorative sense of it. And somebody might genuinely think that it was bold and daring. Who knows? I mean, for so many reasons, it's just, it's poorly written. It's, it's got extremely underdeveloped characters. Not the least of which, the Mary Sue that is Ray. It's got bad plot structure. It makes a mockery of the universe itself. Like the rules that have been set up by the universe. It's really just a bad, barely sci-fi movie with Star Wars lipstick. That's, that's what it is. Uh, the author references the harassment the forced Kelly Marie Train off Instagram it was never confirmed that's, a, that's why she left Instagram uh, of course they just accepted for that there were valid criticisms to make about the character primarily but also the performance of KMT as well but definitely more so about the character itself and that she has to suffer that well that's part of being a celebrity you know you're gonna get criticized for what you end up in and how that turns out that's how it works so there could be slight could be not as fair as it could be. <laughs> but still, we don't know why she necessarily left, whether it's the harassment or not, but this person takes it as gospel that that was the case. So that's a little indicator. Calls it shameful stuff and almost made me embarrassed to call myself a Star Wars fan. Again, it could have been legitimate criticism of the character, of the performance of the character, or the movie in general. So, quote, I've loved Star Wars for more than two decades and I've never been happier with the direction the franchise is going, end quote. I don't know what that is supposed to mean. That's pure insanity. Either this person is an idiot or they are lying. <laughs> these are the most forgettable characters imaginable they had the most hype like ever for any movie in history and the only thing they managed to do is completely carbon copy the original movie because they were so terrified of doing something wrong and then after that make a complete joke of a movie that was i mean just from basic mechanics standpoint it's a complete joke that's even just overlooking anything about oh what i would want to see star wars do or anything like that it's just the mechanics of the movie absolutely horrendous comes to characters and motivations and setups and payoffs and everything else. If you go back, I'm sure most people only saw this movie once because they didn't realize why they thought it wasn't very good. But if you go back and watch it and think about it for half a second, you'll realize exactly why this is a terrible movie. So never been happier with the direction of the franchise is absolute insanity. There's there's just no way that somebody could actually say that because this is where they say that glorious cackle at the end of the first Rise of Skywalker trailer revealed that my favorite Star Wars character had cheated death and would terrorize a new generation of heroes. Nobody would call it a glorious cackle. Nobody would say that it's conceivable, I guess, that somebody would say that the Emperor is their favorite character in Star Wars. But that's way, way out of off base here. But again, this is just, this is such an obvious positive plug for the thing that they chose to do in the new movie before the new movie comes out. It's my favorite character and they get to come back and terrorize a new generation of heroes. A new generation of heroes that nobody cares about. Quote, I was fortunate enough to be at the Star Wars Celebration Chicago panel when that trailer was shown for the first time and it may have been the greatest moment of my life. End quote. Nope. The greatest moment. I don't care how dull your life has been. There's no way on earth that that trailer was anybody's greatest moment of their life. If a genuine person wrote that, like a real live person actually wrote that and they think that that's true, then they're recovering from a lobotomy and at some point they're going to recognize that that is not an important moment in Star Wars history. History, let alone anybody's life ever. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. So the li- the Mandalorian, a live-action TV show focusing on a group that's never even named in the movies, is hitting Disney Plus in a few weeks along with the badass-looking Jedi Fallen Order game. We can kind of visit a Star Wars planet at Disney Parks. Resistance is bringing us on fun adventures and more of the flipping amazing Clone Wars is coming next year. Rogue One's most intriguing character is getting a TV series and a more experienced Ewan McGregor will return to the role of Obi-Wan Kenobi, end quote. So this is just I mean, this is just a press release on what's coming up on Disney. The Mandalorian, I'm looking forward to. It reminds me of Knights of the Old Republic. The game actually looks good because it's got a good story. It's got a good idea for the story of the Jedi being hunted down and you having to flee, you know, in between what is it, like episode three and four? Can kindest visit Star Wars planet? (laughs) Yeah, that, that went over really well. Did anybody hear about Galaxy's Edge? There were several stories about how virtually nobody was interested in it. Why is that? It's because the new movies are not real movies. The characters are unbelievably superficial. I mean, anybody who wants to discuss that, I'm happy to discuss that. These are really bad characters in a really generic world that's not done well at all. That's why nobody's interested in this. That's why these toys aren't flying off the shelves. So Resistance and Clone Wars, you know, maybe, who knows. Rogue One looked good. It was, I I think it's vastly overhyped, but it looked good. It was it was something there. Mads Mickelson support him in anything. And Ewan McGregor, support him in anything, but I'm sure it's going to be terrible anyway. Like I said, it sounds like a press release, this, this list. But uh, the things, that, like, what's most indicative to me are the things that seem like criticisms, but are the incredibly innocuous ways to criticize something. So, like it says, The Force Awakens, was a safe movie in many ways, but it's diverse cast freshened things. Oh, come on. Like, it explicitly has to say, I really appreciate the skin color and gender of the main characters. <laughs> like, that's that's not a virtue. It's not a virtue to say I was paying attention to that. It's as racist as, wanting to, as somebody saying that I really wanted to see all white people in that movie. It's too bad there weren't more white people, or I'm so glad there are a bunch of white people in this movie. It's ridiculous. Y- you shouldn't be, like, that shouldn't be acceptable <laughs> at all from any perspective to say that I'm so happy about the skin color and gender of the characters. Oh, that's insanity. I mean, virtually nobody. I think that in China, there's some backlash about the diversity of the cast, but virtually no criticism I have ever seen. I've watched hours of criticism on The Force Awakens and, and The Last Jedi. Virtually nobody says anything about the diversity of the cast as being an issue. It's not about that. And I love how, like, they have to project. They have to say that, oh, no, it must be about that. It's the bad storytelling. Nobody was screaming about Ripley or a million other quality characters. I mean, even the Wonder Woman movie was... It wasn't that great, but it was actually good. It was above average, especially in that universe. (laughs) It was above average, and nobody was screaming about, oh my gosh, how does a woman get a movie? Just stop projecting all of your racism and (laughs) sexism all onto the rest of the world. Oh my god. It references, it says, moments like Han Solo's fatal encounter with Kylo Ren, who could look away at as he stepped onto that bridge, were as exhilarating as anything in the original trilogy. No. No, 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 no. When somebody wrote it down on paper, they said, oh, this is going to be as exhilarating as anything in the OT. It was not exhilarating. Everybody expected it. Literally, I don't care. Some idiot five-year-old kid who's watching this movie is like, uh, he's going to kill Han Solo. There's no way on earth anybody didn't expect that happening, and nobody felt anything what had happened. There's no way. <laughs> I mean, obviously. anybody. Who listens to the show knows me and knows that I don't overgeneralize. This episode is pure overgeneralization, so I apologize for doing that. But I'm still going with it because this is bothering the hell out of me. There's no way anybody was exhilarated by anything related to Han Solo. The, I mean, just basic things in the original trilogy were way more exhilarating. Like just anything. I mean, anything in the original trilogy. I don't care if it's Luke saying this is a piece of junk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was more exhilarating than Han Solo being killed with by Kylo Ren. Everybody saw it coming. It was so poorly done. It was ridiculous. Quote, I came out of my initial midnight viewing a little dazed by all this, but subsequent viewing cemented my opinion. The last shot is beautiful, brave stuff. End quote. Again, brave, bold, daring. No, no, it's not. It's absolutely not. It's as generically virtuous as it could possibly be with all the worst filmmaking mechanics all around it. Uh, so just stop with that. It's as mainstream as imaginable. Quote, it used the original trilogy's aging actors ingeniously ageism right there gradually passing the baton to its new heroes and who could forget beautiful perfect porgs end quote there it is there it is I know I already said there it is but there it is again porgs who references porgs positively are you kidding me just so they can sell stuffed animals that are just plugged in are you insane Uh, if you're an actual fan of Star Wars please and you actually like this stuff contact me if, if they really exist I want to know that they actually exist out there because this seems like complete plant nonsense. There's no way anybody is like, oh, oh j- just jerk it off about porks There's no way. It doesn't happen. Gradually passing the baton to its new heroes. They aren't new heroes. They're complete nonsense. They're empty nothing. They're empty money vessels just trying to be as safe as possible so they can get more money out of it. They're so forgettable. Most forgettable things ever. And they didn't use the aging actors ingeniously. They were just trying to subvert them or subjugate them so they can get rid of them that was the whole point that's the whole idea and i just i watched this video that was talking about how leia originally was supposed to be like the last skywalker in the last movie and she was going to train Rey so that ray could be the one who goes on i mean they were from the beginning the whole point wasn't to tell a great story with characters that you love it was to transfer whatever positive things you had with the old characters onto the new ones so they could get rid of them that was the whole point oh it threw them under the bus as quickly as possible just using them in that way quote sure the canto bites subplot dragged a bit that's again the innocuous criticisms that they have right there is so indicative it's it's like no look i i'm cool i'm one of the hip people It's like, hey, fellow high school students, (laughs) what's going on with the tweeters? It it dragged on a bit and things felt a bit too familiar. You mean a complete control C, a carbon copy of the original movie? What are you talking about? Except extracting all of the good stuff and sacrificing it at the gods of... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> of profiteering and i don't know it's just so bad so ray tries to turn kylo run from the dark side and gets brought before smug supreme leader snoke so far so return of the jedi oh my gosh then kylo slices snoke in two ray pulls the lightsaber into her hand and the pair spin around in slow-mo to face snoke's guards what the force suddenly i had no clue where this movie was going and i was thrilled end quote no 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 no, no, no. so yeah this is uh the person who brought her there is the one who turns on the bad guy and kills the bad guy yeah that's exactly exactly what happened before. Uh, I don't know if you saw that movie. And then what happens? What happens after that? We don't have something that's unique or special or or really blows up the universe or anything like that or expands upon it or makes anything interesting out of it. We just have them talk briefly and he's like, "Hey, let's hang out and do mean things." And she's like, "Nah." And then they separate again and then he's bad still and she's good still and that's it. That's all that comes out of that. Quote, then he walks with, he walks out with a laser sword and faces down the whole First Order. Laser sword. This is going to be controversial because obviously George Lucas said it when he was doing the, like, making of stuff for episode one. He said something about, oh, laser sword instead of a lightsaber. But real fans, <laughs> yes, this is gatekeeping. This is no true Scotsman fallacy. Real fans don't call it a laser sword. They call it a lightsaber. It's a lightsaber. That's what it is. Walks out of a first order, keeping a spark of hope alive without violence Here hear the original it's really a to become one with the force so we have to let go of luke skywalker again this phrasing we have to let go of luke skywalker not uh he was celebrated and he's an important thing it's so sad to lose him we have to let go of him get rid of him uh, because he needs to be shuffled off so he, we can transfer whatever positivity he had toward him to the new characters oh quote a few months after this movie came out my mum uh so this is apparently a british person are there any real star wars fans who are british i don't know about that <laughs> uh, who helped st- start my star wars obsession by giving me the novelization 1997 died suddenly the novelization That's how you started. Uh, It was pretty rough to put it mildly. Okay, so here they're saying that their parent who did this died and they're bringing this up in a Star Wars article. It was pretty rough, they called it, the death of their parent, which is insanity to me. And to use the phrase to put it mildly in conjunction with your parent passed away is insane to me. But Luke's comforting words to Leia echoed through my mind. The people we love live on through us one generation inspiring the next. Sometimes movies are more than just movies. Their messages can get us to the most difficult moments in our lives. And obviously, I'm gonna feel like a jerk if this person actually went through this and they're just so superficial and not very bright and so this is the thing that they thought of when their parent passed away along with this phrasing here. But to me, it sounds like complete nonsense. It sounds like somebody who's just uh, either writing a shill article for Disney or they're not paying attention at all and it's just purely Emotional, fine, whatever, just don't talk. Uh don't talk about about objectively whether these things are good or bad uh, he said no one's ever really gone that was the thing that it, that was so inspiring to this person apparently uh there's just i i can't see it i can't see it ever under any circumstances anything in this movie actually being inspiring to anybody quote solo turned out to be a light adventure compared to the last try again innocuous criticisms solo was a light adventure it wasn't absolutely horrendous and a complete failure and it certainly came out too soon afterwards again completely innocuous criticism it came out too soon it wasn't that it was a bad movie because I'm not going to say that because that's part of our property and we don't want to say that, but it came out too soon. Quote, we'll soon see if upcoming Disney Plus show, The Mandalorian, results in another overload or proves to be breath of fresh air. I predict it'll be the latter. Again, selling uh, The Mandalorian, I think. It looks good. Uh, I mean, it looks positive. It looks good. I'm hoping it is. Just get some real writers, real filmmakers behind this stuff. I think it's going to be positive, but the positive spin, The Mandalorian makes me think of Knights of the Old Republic, like I said, so hopefully it'll be. Bringing back The Emperor is a gamble, but J.G. Abrams has earned my trust why how how did you earn your trust by just completely copying the original movie and taking out all the good things oh okay the rise of skywalker promises to be the longest star wars movie ever made but i'm sure i won't want it to end of course you are because you're a disney show we'd better see some porgs though again no no absolutely not not happening not accepting it not the case this person is not a legitimate human being or they were grown in a Disney vat to just be a shill for Disney stuff. And I would not put that past Disney. So anyway, The Force Awakens, not as good as everybody says it was. It was not only just a complete carbon copy. Go through and look at all the plot points and see how they line up. But all the things that were different were done poorly. And the characters were absolutely horrendously superficial. Ray is absolutely a Mary Sue. I know Red Letter Media even tried to defend Kylo Ren being injured at the end. So therefore, it was fine that she held her own and won against him no it fits absolutely more perfectly 100 with her being a complete mary sue and that's the reason i mean they could have decided oh she seems like too much of a mary sue so let's injure him to so make it seem like no come on red i'm calling you out red letter media that's absolute nonsense there's a completely more valid theory than oh no it makes sense for the characters and the story and the plot that he's injured and so their fight goes that way it, it's just no ridiculous anyway that was a star wars article <laughs> i just wanted to rant about like I said, I don't think it's genuine. I think it's BS. I think it's a plant by the Disney Corporation. I'm definitely not into <laughs> conspiracies per se, or generally, I tend to say they're a bunch of BS. But uh, in this case, I'm advocating a conspiracy theory. So take it take it for what you will. Again, this was a special category of me just overgeneralizing all over the place. And I will get back to reality. <laughs> snap back to relay. Oh, there goes gravity, mom's spaghetti. I'll get back to reality. And then I won't do that overgeneralization when it comes to later stuff. I just wanted to talk about this. Hopefully, somebody enjoyed it. I hope all is well. All right. Bye.